1: Welcome to Ladies Talking Leafs. It's Chris here, and I'm Syl. And Happy New Year, Leafs Nation! Uh, to all our listeners, we hope you had a wonderful holiday season. It was a good one um, for us, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> was it good, <laughs> it was okay. Yes, it was. It <laughs> yeah. was all right. It's kind of cold today in Toronto, but uh, we're gonna warm you up here with uh, with an episode with our episode of.
0: Yes. And the gift giving is not over yet because our holiday giveaway contest just ended. And on our next episode, we are actually going to be announcing the winner. So again, we want to thank our friends at Summer Fresh for partnering with us. Summer Fresh salads, hummus and dips make women's lives easier by providing healthy, quick options for moms to have in their homes for snacks, lunches and entertaining. And will make your weeknight meals simple.
1: So we want to also thank Damien Cox, and one lucky listener is going to get a copy of Damien's new book, A League of Our Own, the story of the NHL's first all-Canadian division, and $50 in Summer Fresh coupons to try their delicious food products. Yeah, so that's
0: definitely going to be exciting for one lucky winner. Another exciting bit of news that our listeners and social media followers have most likely seen is our new website. Uh, we, yeah, finally we got it up. So another place to visit us and interact with us. And we're going to be rolling out more and more content on there for you. And of course, we'll let you know uh, when we have new things there for you to check out. Uh, but we want to thank uh, Ryan Gaynor from Boxcar Media for his wonderful photography. And as I said, we're going to be updating it with content and would love
1: to hear from you with your feedback. It's really, really exciting for us to, to finally get that up and, and going. It takes uh, takes a lot of work. And um, yeah, we look forward to bringing you lots of additional leaf content, uh, anything we can think of. And if you have any ideas, let us yeah. know. Ladiestalkingleafs at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to feedback as well, we want to give a shout out to another Ryan, Ryan Thompson, who's a leaf fan living in Georgia. So he tweeted to say that he is loving our show and can't wait for the next one. And that is just, I'm just, I just thought that was fantastic. All the way from Georgia. So Ryan,
0: (laughs) this is, this episode is for you. And uh, we're so glad that you are loving our show. Um, anyway as we're as we're talking about we definitely want to interact with you so if you have any thoughts on our show or if you have any leaf related question that you want us to discuss or give your thoughts on please contact us on social media or de- email us at ladies at gmail.com so December was a tough month uh, for the NHL and for hockey obviously and the world in general. So for this episode, we're changing it up a bit. Uh, It's the first episode of the new year. So we are going to start with the best of 2021 LTL highlight reel. And then we're going to get into some leaf talk. And then we're going to end it off with our third period segment where we're going to talk a bit about everything, including some leaf prospects and the now canceled world juniors. So without any further ado,
1: let's talk leafs. Okay, so the best of 2021 Ladies Talking Leafs Highlight Reel. Um, yeah, so we're just going to pick our top three here from our highlight reel of last, from last, all of calendar year, 2021. Yeah, so it's kind of a um, weird
0: grab bag because of all the, the yeah. weird things that happened, but it feels like a lifetime ago,
1: but anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's start off with my number three. <laughs> I took a different direction a little bit in this, but uh, my number three moment from from our highlight reel was Nick Foligno and Joe Thornton on our May 5th episode from season two. It's all about the playoffs. Um, And I picked it because it's the only time they appeared on our highlight reel. And both of these players, they never had the chance of really... Being, feeling like being a leaf with the fans, basically, like that connection, because mm-hmm. nobody really saw, nobody, none of us saw them like in person, live right. to watch. Did them it play. really
0: happen? Were they really on our team?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Thornton was there the whole yeah. season, the shortened season, obviously, whereas Nick Felino was really, it was really short and he unfortunately got injured too. Um, in the playoffs or going into the playoffs. But um, yeah, so that was my number three. What was your number Uh, three?
0: My number three, uh, this is a player that I talk about often, uh, was uh, the game where, uh, well, so it was from season to episode eight. And it was in, uh, we recorded that one in February, 2021. So not long after Things kind of started off in, in the, the North division and it was regarding Spezza's hat trick versus Vancouver. Um, I, this guy is just, he has just proven so much that he is, he wants it so bad and, uh, he's so skilled still and he can still skate. I'm like, just so impressed with this guy, um, yeah, so that's well he's even better this than yeah, it's, you can in, it's it. ridiculous. So um <laughs> I know. So yeah, so that that was yeah. um that I, I kinda it's it was yeah. actually kind of fun going back to all of these things. Um in our, our post episodes yeah, series. Yeah, remember some of these things. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, so that's my my number three.
1: All right. So moving on to number two. Number two for me was William Nylander. And it was just so funny how this happened. It's a combination of two highlight reel moments. One from our season two, March 17th episode. uh, Hold on Leafs Nation, it was called. And then the other one is from this season, our November 17th episode, where we're keeps cranking the November line blender episode. And um, in both of those cases, I didn't realize this, but both of those cases, Willie was benched. And right after that, he, right after that, he went on a point. That is really, really like, was, uh, interesting uh,
0: comparison in two different yeah. seasons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it just goes to I show you like, how Keith know. needs
0: to light a uh, light a fire under him every now and again, and that it works. So,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely like it just shows you it's like a total different time in in the like in the two different right. seasons, and he just yeah, it lit a fire under him both times. And he goes on point streaks and the, the one in March, I think it was like a five game one. And then this one here was a bit longer. Say uh, that. Um, okay.
0: So we're recording this on January 3rd, which is a Monday. And so on Saturday night's game versus Ottawa, and he scored those two goals that night, uh, his demeanor is very much the all business Willie again. Like, did you notice that? Like he did yeah. not celebrate Yeah, yeah. and he's sort of on looked like he's on, on a mission again. And uh, he seems to play the best yeah. when he is a little bit mad somehow, I guess about something. I don't know, but uh, I yeah. thought that was interesting. All right. So my number, number two, two? Um, maybe I don't know. This could be higher up, but um, is uh, Jack yeah. Campbell. Um you know, with uh, the record that he set for his eleventh win, which is a franchise and uh, NHL record, um, and we talked yeah. about that in season two, episode thirteen. Um, yeah.
1: So that's that was my that was my, great uh, my the, pick. The thing, the thing that we most remember from that is that moment with Warner where he was counting. <laughs> right. I
0: know that's what made me think One, of it actually two, three. when I was trying to think. Yeah. Of the, I I wanted to look that up because the way the team that that's part of the reason why I chose it is not just because he has the record, but because it was just a microcosm of the way the team just celebrated him so much, you know, like in the, the guy he is. Right. So, um, yeah, I thought that was a pretty special moment overall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And he's, Got to hand it to him because, I mean, I'm a Freddie fan, yeah. obviously, still am. And actually tonight he would have been yes, returning, but sad. sadly it's not mm-hmm. going to happen. Hopefully it'll uh, happen, uh, I guess, later on in the season with these postponed games. But uh, but yeah, no, he's Jack Campbell has continued it into this season. He's been fantastic. The only thing we have to worry about now is the salary mm-hmm. cap and that's signing right. <laughs> again, <laughs> which is another yeah. topic of discussion. But um, yeah. All right. So moving on to number one. Number one for me was Austin Matthews. And this, it wasn't actually a particular moment because there were just so many times he made our highlight reel. Um, So uh, I just, it's a cumulative moment, Mm -hmm. I guess, is how I put it, just winning the Rocket Richard trophy. Um, So I kind of feel bad for him because it's like, it's the first time he won the trophy. And it's just like, I don't know. He it just didn't come with the usual excitement and all the, the fanfare uh, and ceremony yeah. that comes with it or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, when you go to Vegas and they have the the big show there for the NHL awards and um yeah. And but I mean, the guy in 2021 for the calendar year, he scored the most goals in the NHL with 62 mm-hmm. for the calendar year. So I mean, the guy is a pure goal scorer. He does everything and that's and, actually with losing yeah. some games too with uh to injury. Too. right mm-hmm. yeah in in both uh both seasons but um yeah and and playing with the wrist issue um yeah for most of last oh. season he had the wrist I know, issue right just think and he about still that. like if he was a hundred percent what could what yeah. could have been yeah anyway yeah. no that's yeah. a definitely right.
0: he is very very deserving um and and what's your number, number one, one. Uh, which is very meaningful, especially considering the current climate we're in right now is um, was was about being back at Scotiabank Arena for the start of this uh, season, and um, I have to say, given what we're dealing with right now. Uh, how special that was, uh, how special I think it was for the players also to be playing in front of crowds Mm -hmm. again. And, um, and how grateful I am that we got to do that. And I hope that we get to go back again. um, You know, not too far down the road.
1: Yeah, no, that's why I don't know, I guess we We stuck around at the end of games. Some people would know on our Instagram and on our um, Facebook, we've been posting after games like three stars. Like sometimes in previous years, like we wouldn't we watch to the end of the game and then we take out like we when we go to the games and then we'll just we don't necessarily always stick around at the end. But we wanted to stick around in this case because just wanted to take it all in because look at us now again, we're not able to go. So, um, but yeah, no, it's special to, to be back and, and to just to be in that environment and you just have a different, it's just a different feeling uh, to be, to be Absolutely. there. Yeah. So, all right. So we we got through that, and now we're going to get into some leaf talk, specific leaf talk to what's going on now. But before we do that, we want to once again thank our sponsors of our holiday giveaway, Summer Fresh. Summer Fresh products are available in the refrigerated deli section of your favorite grocery store. Visit summerfresh.com to learn more about their products and fantastic recipe ideas. Now, because of the COVID situation creating the chaos for the NHL and the world, there isn't a lot of game-related news with the Leafs. Um, but, of course, we always find something. And, um, yeah, in fact, there's there's only one game. We didn't even think we'd have yeah. one game. But, yeah. So
0: Yeah, so we'll, we'll start we with the one game that the Leafs have played since December 14th. Um, they had 14 players and seven staff uh, hit with COVID and most were back for the game versus the Sens on this past Saturday on New Year's Day, uh, which was... Uh, a convincing six nothing win. That's the that's the the win that Chris was looking for. You know, a real beatdown exactly. sense. That's what yeah. we we're hoping for. Yeah. So the Leafs were rolling going into the unexpected longer Christmas break, and they were playing well with a record of twenty eight and two. Um. So yeah i I was kind of surprised watching that game on Saturday that um given the fact that they had so many players out with COVID. I didn't think they were going to have as much jump as, as they did. And I thought that I yeah. would see. I mean, obviously, there were, were some moments. But um, yeah, they seemed to play pretty consistently. And, you know, the score pretty much showed it. It's, it seems like Ottawa yeah. was the team that was didn't seem as prepared
1: to play yeah, 60. I think. Yeah, I think. I don't know. They were saying that Ottawa was, was deplete. I mean, they're not yeah let's face it they're not that great of a team right. to begin with but they normally give us an, a problem yeah. the senators do and they always have that energy but they just didn't seem to have it on on saturday and uh i mean on twitter some people were saying even us that it that we look like we we're playing an es- exhibition game but i i don't know i didn't think that i mean i don't think it was their best well, game of I the mean, year. It, but it, i
0: what do you I, I expected it would be worse personally
1: yeah, I did too. Yeah, but I thought it was a good game considered they were, both of them, both of the teams were off just over two mm-hmm. weeks from not playing a game at all. And mikhaev, the soup man, he yeah. came back with, uh, he had an awesome game. I loved the And I showed him speed and he scored the two goals. <laughs> like that's a miracle. Yeah, well, do you think that, and, I um, mean,
0: okay, we've been saying all along that we're hoping he can put it together and actually you know, get it in the net. It's not like he didn't have chances last year, but, you know, he was coming off the wrist injury last year. Now he had the the thumb issue. I don't know. I wonder, you know, fixing all that up, if finally he's got his accuracy back because things are actually fixed in that area in his wrist.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Not to mention, I I think he's
0: on a mission also. Like he's definitely wanting to show something now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he got some power play yeah. time too. Which Sounds is like good pretty excited he got about the power that play too. goal. Yeah. Yeah. And now that, um unfortunately, we heard the bit of news just before we came on to the podcast that uh, Austin Matthews, I guess on a rapid test, uh he tested positive mm-hmm. for COVID. So they precautionary took him out of practice. But um McKayev with that, I guess they moved him up the lineup to play with Willie and Kerfoot mm-hmm. at center and they put at practice. And then JT was with Marner and Bunting on the top on the top line just to take JT right. took... um Took Matthew spot or whatever, but uh, but yeah. So hopefully Matthew's. They had to take another PCR test, I guess, to make sure that everything is good, and that'll be known uh, before Wednesday's game, obviously. But um, hopefully it's not. He hasn't got that again, but it basically has gone through our whole team. Yeah, <laughs> the only I was trying to figure Marner hasn't really been around them mm-hmm. until now, and um, because he had came back from injury, and uh, and Bunting hasn't had it either, so. Um, those are really the only two players that I could see that hasn't that hasn't hit so well, far. Was, did Kasha in have the it? lineup? Or oh no, Kasha. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Cam yeah. had it though, but Kasha yeah. didn't. Yeah. So anyhow, those are the. Uh, we don't want to talk too much about the COVID thing. Is depressing. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll uh, we'll move back to um to this. But going back to Mikhaev though, like you said, he's like really trying to prove himself, and that's what he was doing back in training camp too before he got injured. So it's going to be interesting going into the trade deadline. That's right. I think, um, yeah, because he's, something's going to have to be done w- because Richie was the odd man out the other day. And I don't know. Uh, Keefe seems to be impressed with him. I'm not impressed still, but Keefe seems to like Nick Richie in the game that he's brought recently. Not so much earlier in the season, but um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who's going to be out uh, versus the Oilers, whether it's going to be I don't well, I don't think it's gonna be Mikhail because no. he's he played good and he's been like he's just come back from injury. Will it be Angval? Your, your who knows your yeah. favorite player? Good question. <laughs> I don't know. Um yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing I guess just to note the for the schedule, um the Leafs so far have had eight games postponed. Um, and it'll be it'll suck with the Oilers game when Hyman returns because it's gonna of course gonna be with no fans i there, wonder so they're like, gonna be I crappy wonder if
0: they'll still do a video uh video pack for him i don't know for that
1: night i don't know they should wait well, i think there's fans there to appreciate but,
0: him yeah I yeah agree. yeah <laughs> but
1: yeah i think yeah. they should wait but i don't know it's up to them i guess and um, uh, hoping the majority of these games can be played during i guess during that two-week period where the Olympics were supposed to right. happen. Um, I mean, the, uh, there's still
0: so much that's not that's unknown and kind of on the fly because, like, we still don't yeah. even know like if if you know Canadian teams are going to go on like an extended road trip and just
1: you know play games in. The oh, States, I think right. I've, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, the Leafs have a lot of road games coming up. I mean, and they said that I think they only in January. I think they only have like two games that. Two or three games at home, I think. They don't have yeah. a lot. I know that. They have the Islanders, the Devils. Those are the two that yeah. I remember. And I still think and, there's and the, a
0: question as to whether some games are gonna get outright canceled too, depending on on whether or not they I don't you know. have time to, you know, get all the all of them in. Yeah.
1: But they have I don't know. They have depending on what the situation is, as we get into February. Mm-hmm. Like and the and the NHL is adamant that they're that they want fans mm-hmm. in the building they want the revenue that's what they want and the, all the revenue of course we know is coming from the canadian teams and the most revenue is coming from the leafs yep <laughs> yep so that's uh that's just a fact and they they want that revenue so hopefully it gets done but um Moving along, we got, because of this COVID situation, of course, we got the taxi squad. Uh, the taxi squad is back uh, for now. It, just to give you the listeners a bit of detail, for now it's back until the all-star break, supposed to be, um, which is still going on in Vegas. The weekend of February 4th and 5th is the um, is the all-star break. So, uh, yeah, so some rules that go with the taxi squad. The teams are allowed six players on the taxi squad, if a team cannot ice 12 forwards, six defensemen, or two goalies, they can use a player without officially removing a player from their roster or anyone having to clear waivers. So as of today, uh, there are only
0: three players on the Leafs taxi squad. So it was Michael Hutchison, Alex Biega, and uh, Timu Kivalme. And we're still question as to whether or not he's he's been sent back to the Marlies or he's still with the club. Um we're not sure. There's kind yeah. of conflicting yeah, we reports today. there. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> this list is obviously going to be changing. Um, and the reason why there's only two players on the Leafs taxi squad is probably because teams can only keep players on the taxi squad list for a maximum of 20 days. So they probably don't want to use up all of that time, um, especially yeah. right now when things are sort of like
1: in flux. So yeah. And, uh, and the and the Marlies were hit hard by COVID too. So, yeah, so they, they um, need everybody they can these, get as well. Exactly. Yeah, they need these players to be back to playing. They can't be just sitting on the taxi exactly. squad. Um, they need to get in some games. So uh, some other players, I think that might get on the taxi squad at some point are um, Kyle Clifford, um, that Alex Steve's mm-hmm. kid, and Philip Crawl the defenseman. Um. And then maybe even Josh Hosang—you never know. Um, but yeah, I heard he might he be might going be to the Olympics. Going to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there's a rumor there. So I don't know, but um, yeah. So that's the that's the taxi squad situation. It's very that's a very fluid one. Mm-hmm. That's going up and down every day. You can check on uh, if for the listeners, if you check on CapFriendly.com, they have all the updates for the who's on the taxi squad on a daily basis and who's not. Because yeah, I mean, like, then there's just there's lots of cap considerations.
0: To going forward, so it's always interesting information there. So, another thing that we want to talk about, which somebody who we haven't had the opportunity to talk about for a while, which is um, Mitch Marner. So. Uh, the Leaf star forward was on LTIR recovering from a shoulder injury and he hasn't played a game since December 1st so LTIR requires that the player sit out for at least 10 games or 24 days but then once once again COVID came into the picture and in a way to the rescue um, and several yeah. games have been postponed and many teams including the Leafs have lobbied for the postponed games to count against the LTIR so, so yes, uh, Marner's back and that's a good thing and he was able to yeah, recuperate.
1: Looked, yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely and it kept him away from the was, team, uh, like you said, which sort of is protective Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he played pretty good on the, versus the Sens. He had nineteen nineteen minutes, just over nineteen minutes ice time. He played on the power play, and you really notice him too on mm-hmm. the PK. It's just like there's just something, and even with Mikhaev too, like he does had PK minutes, and um, yeah, it's just it's good to have him back. And and you could see that Matthews too on the bench. There was like they were chatting and having good time, sort of thing, right? So you could see they're back in their mojo, and um, but but yeah. So hopefully Mitch will start. Basically getting some points the way he did before. He's going to be playing if Matthews is out for any reason uh, for this COVID thing. Um, like he's going to be playing with JT, which he's also used yeah. to sort of thing. So that'll, that'll be good for him. Definitely. Yeah.
0: All right. So it's good that we have something positive for Leafs going into 2022 when it comes to injuries. But... There are a few other events where it has been not so great news, and we're going to talk about all of that in the third
1: period. Yeah, so the third period, uh, yeah, It's uh, we got some, well... It's some good news, I guess, with the with the world. Well, not good news. First, with the World Juniors being canceled, unfortunately, uh, it's a huge bummer for the for the young players that came from around the world for this uh, for this yearly event. And um, many of them are still yeah, stuck here and
0: can't even go home. Like that's that's just a yeah, horrible situation.
1: Yeah. yeah, and but for many of the pl- those young players, it's the only time they'll be on this big of a. St- a big state right. like that. Right. So, um, but we also want to point out on a positive with the three leaf prospects in the, um, who the organization and the fans are hoping will be prominent future leafs. So the first one is uh, Topi Niemela, um who's a right shot D, uh, 19 years old. He was named the, the top defenseman at the, uh, at the 2020 World Juniors, so last year's World Juniors. So, uh, and then there's Matthew Nyes. That's, I think you pronounced the K. You said it right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Matthew Nyes, he's a left winger, 19 years old. Arizona born. Another one (laughs) from Arizona, which is good. Uh, Power forward style player that we don't really have in our lineup. So that's, um, that's good. And he apparently, according to Haley Wickenheiser, she said that he plays a little bit like uh, Shane Doan.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's all right to, to pattern reading. your uh, your play after. Yeah, not mm-hmm. a bad
1: thing. Yeah, and then uh, Roni Hir- Hirvonen. Mm-hmm. So he's a center from the Finnish team as well. Um, Nineteen years old, named Finland's team captain, and again in Haley Haley Wickenheiser's words, a very responsible player. That's what she said. So well, we like that in but, uh, yeah. in uh, our players, don't we? Considering D is yeah, yeah, And he gets Yeah, and he gets used in all types yeah. of situations. So um they all have upside yeah. from what I've from what I read. And uh Well, especially that Toby
0: Nimila, like he even in just the short yeah. amount of time, uh like you can see the guy's got an incredible hockey IQ for such a young
1: player. Yeah. Um so and that's what I was going to say. Out of the three, I think Nimela is the one that shows a lot of Definitely. promise. Like, yeah, yeah. And I saw one article too saying that he should be an un- untouchables prospect unless he's being traded for Connor McDavid. <laughs> <State.
0: laughs> uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. really see that happening, uh, or the Oilers <laughs> thinking that that's near enough anyway. But um but yeah it it's yeah. definitely interesting to watch uh his ascension and see what happens um next uh season you know when he comes to camp yeah. and see if he can even maybe crack the lineup
1: but that would be interesting yeah, yeah he just from what i read too he just signed another yeah. year to go back to to in mm-hmm. with finland so well that's the other that but he was actually a he was a, a third round draft. I know though, so he
0: was yeah. drafted. That's late. the other thing, though. That's that's interesting. Is that you know he's been playing with men for three years already, right? So that's uh, yeah. pretty good, um, yeah. and will pr- pretty much set him up well to you know take that step probably a little quicker than than some kids that that haven't
1: been playing you know professional yet, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's playing on Carpat. Hopefully, I pronounced that on the team in the in the we'll Finnish with Liga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he already has... He's in a three-way tie f- uh, for 10th in points in the entire league. As a defenseman. Because he... Mm-hmm. As a defenseman, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty good for a 19-year-old. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Playing with... Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so those are the three guys that... Uh, at the World Juniors, unfortunately, we weren't able, we only saw them in a, a game or two, but um, those are the three guys to look out for, for uh, future reports right? for our listeners. Okay,
0: so on to the next not-so-great news. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about the fact that the NHL is now no longer going to the Olympics. Um, uh, yeah. I don't even know what to think about this anymore. Um. I mean, obviously it's the the prudent thing to do, given the situation right now um but yeah uh, it's it's definitely interesting, um and a lot of players
1: have been voicing some strong opinions uh about this, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. And actually, before we came on the show, I read an article that uh, Bettman has actually been lobbying. It makes sense that he's been trying to do this, but to change hockey to be a summer sport in the Olympics. They've talked
0: (laughs) about that for years, actually, because it makes more sense for the schedule. like They don't have to interrupt their schedule. Then it would be a no-brainer than they would be going. And it's interesting because basketball is traditionally the, the, you know, NBA plays in the winter months, but guess what? They are part of the summer Olympics. So, yeah, but I guess because skating is associated with cold and winter ice, ice, um, that (laughs) is what the reason why, you know,
1: they. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a hard, it's been a hard no for the, um, yeah. With, from the, uh, olympic Mm -hmm. committee but uh yeah but i just didn't realize like i knew like a lot of players definitely wanted to go Mm -hmm. and to be there but i just didn't realize that the ideas that were coming up from some of the players like retiring Mm -hmm. um, from the nhl and then going to the olympics like giving the choice for the player to retire go over to the olympics play and then come back and Mm resign like i don't know i i thought i couldn't believe that Players like Brad, Mar- I don't know if Brad Marchand actually came up with that, but him, he seemed to be one of the more vocal yeah. players and Connor Connor Hellebuck as well from the, uh, and I understand that. I well, mean, for
0: some players, w- like this could be their last chance, you know, like, for example, yeah. like if you look at Tavares, you know, he's a guy that hasn't, he's, he's made uh, the teams in the past, but he hasn't had the best of luck when it comes to being able to go, or being able to participate yeah. from injuries or whatever, right? So they don't yeah. have that many opportunities left to be able to go and represent their country on that big yeah. stage. So And and you look at Stephen Stamkos oh yeah, too, he's who never... I don't know. I wonder about that guy's karma. I don't know if he made a deal with the devil yeah. or something somewhere, but that guy's <laughs> got the worst luck. I mean, we can't feel too sorry for him yeah. because he has like two yeah. Stanley Cup rings, but...
1: For me, I... I like the best on best, the international tournaments. I For mean, sure. I remember going to, I remember like mm-hmm. the Canada Cup and the, and so I hope, like Connor McDavid, I think was saying last last week, um, like he's hoping that something gets created, whether it be like another World Cup or something in between, like to try and to try and get that best on best competition. Um, but I don't know, we'll see what happens. They're they're not going to the to Beijing this time and well um, i mean
0: given how far that is first of all and the yeah. the type of strict measures and i mean they don't even the players i don't even think realize what they would be in for frankly to to yeah, to no, go they, there they, they, and they they could go there and yeah. be like totally regretting it after going what the hell did i just sign up for you know there's a lot yeah. of
1: variables that that can't be oh, controlled sure. right now so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then another crappy thing that happened was the um cancel in December was the cancellation of the women's under 18 tournament. Um the International Ice Hockey Federation canceled that tournament for the second year in a row. Um yeah, which was crappy. So I just don't know with that. I just don't know how the IIHF expects for the women's game to grow and improve if they keep um like canceling these own these are like their only significant events for the yeah. women um with true um like competition and it i also read too and it's true it takes away from women getting like scholarships and sponsorships oh, 100% by doing that and basically yeah. you're so, signaling
0: to the world that women's hockey is not as important and guess what yeah. that basically you are You know, that's what you're teaching people. That is not important. So so therefore, people don't jump on to to watch women's hockey as much because you're basically telling them that it's not worth watching and it's an easy cancel. And that's just ridiculous. Because the other thing I'm going to be watching too is that they they did cancel the World Junior Tournament for the boys. If they find a way to reschedule that and they don't do that for the women's tournament that is just that's yeah. just ridiculous yeah. and i know it comes well, they, he, it's part, it's got to do with money because the the boys yes. teams they have more money but even even they are you know strapped and it was a super expensive situation um for getting the teams to come over here in the first place but but that's that's yeah. the issue is that i think they need to be looking at you know different and more uh, funding streams um, for the women's game, then, if if they're just going to chalk yeah. it up to dollars, because that's just
1: ridiculous. Yeah, the he was kind of backtracking on saying that is totally uh, the head of yeah. the IAHF. Um, he was kind of backtracking, I guess, because of the fact the the... The men's game was canceled uh, or the men's tournament or uh, under 18 tournament was canceled. So he was kind of trying to paint a different picture for the women saying, oh, like they might be able to do something. Right. So anyways, we'll see what happens. But um, I also read another article and it's very true that um, like the women give up a lot of their time to 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 do this uh to focus on being the best and it just doesn't seem that the I- IHF has that same dedication to the women like it's not a reciprocal 100%. thing. 100%. Um yeah so it's uh it's not it's not good but hopefully hopefully they get somewhere. There are a lot of places um that have come up somewhere uh like town like towns in mm-hmm. Ontario or um like to to offer But that's the um, thing is that that yeah.
0: People are offering and it, it's not yeah. being, you know, they're just not being creative. It just seems like it's too easy yeah. for them to make this decision and it, it shouldn't be that easy. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Anyways. So that's, yeah. that's that.
0: So that's that. That's, that is that, unfortunately. So I guess we will be definitely watching uh, these stories and how they evolve, Uh, but, uh, before we go, we're getting ready to wrap up the show here. So we just want to remind you that we will be announcing the winner of our holiday giveaway on our next episode. So definitely tune in for that to see if you're a winner, if you entered. Um, and our sponsor, Summerfresh, is, is a Canadian family owned and operated company. The founder and CEO, Susan Nuchowski, uh, started Summerfresh Uh, 30 years ago in her mother's kitchen uh, with her family's recipes using real ingredients that can be found in your kitchen. She always believed in super fresh quality and uncompromising flavor. And that is really obvious if you had the privilege to
1: try any of her yummy, yummy items. Yes, they're really, they're really good. And we want to again, thank our friends at Summerfresh for partnering with us. And just a quick note to our Spotify listeners. Um, in December, uh, Spotify introduced podcast ratings on their app. Um, so from any show page, you can simply tap and give us a rating. How easy is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so easy. easy you can give us a rating yeah no you just the little three dots at the top of our show page you click on the three dots and it and it there's going to be an option there to give us a rating so um yeah so please do that if you if you can um and also as always you can stay updated on everything to do with the Leafs by following us on social media on twitter instagram and facebook our handle is at ltl 1917
0: and another way to connect with us is uh, at ko You can follow us there. And if you choose to, you can also support us and buy us a coffee. Any donation goes towards helping us produce the show and making it even better for you. Find the link to our Kofi page on our show notes or in any of our social media
1: profile pages. And we want to thank our healthcare workers and for everything that they do. Thank you for listening. And you can now listen to us also from our website, com, Or you can find us on your favorite app, Apple, Spotify. And we're also on YouTube and Facebook podcasts. So no excuse, you can find us everywhere. <laughs> we're basically <laughs> That's everywhere. That's <laughs> right. So in the meantime,
0: everybody stay safe and well. And we'll be back uh, for another great year of ladies talking Leafs for you in 2022.
1: Go Leafs go, go Leafs go. Without the
0: ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.